Hey everyone. This is the episode that most closely corresponds with the 10th anniversary of Watch Out for Fireballs. Uh, we're going to be talking about that a lot more during the dispatch this month, uh, but I just wanted to give a quick thank you to everybody who supports us. No plugs or anything, just a big thank you. Uh, it blows my mind to think that there are people who were with us 10 years ago, Mega Man X, who are there listening to this episode. Um, you know, those people who have been there with us the whole time really do appreciate you, uh, but we appreciate you regardless of when you came along. Um, and, you know, are, are the people who have been with us for a long time uh, very special to me, including Gwen Static, who did the remix of the theme song for this uh, 10th anniversary episode. So thank you, Gwen, and thanks everybody for listening, regardless of when you found us. And, uh, you know, here, as cheesy as it is, here is 210 more, uh, the 50-year-old novelty podcaster. Huzzah. Watch out for fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which is a platforming game developed and published by Sega for the Sega Genesis in 1992. Happy anniversary. Yeah, happy anniversary. I got you this uh, tin. <laughs> I don't know. what I, I, I like the, the non-traditional shitty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anniversary Here, materials are very funny. Here's here's the, the leather anniversary. Cool. I'll I'll cherish this wallet forever. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 10 years of WAF. And it's, uh, it's, it's appropriate to go back to do something, uh, do something retro, uh, for this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 10 years. We're going to be talking about that. The dispatch. We are, uh, you know, this, uh, this upcoming. So when we put out the questions and stuff like that'll be, that'll be a fun episode, Mm -hmm. a little indulgent, uh, this month, uh, decade, Mm -hmm. one fourth of my life. Yeah. I mean, pretty wild. I mean, a lot. I mean, one third, pretty much of mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, check this out. Uh, in two years, Waff will have been part of my life longer than my dad was. Oh wow! Yeah. Does, does that does Isn't that, that wild? Does that make me your new dad? Huh? <laughs> okay. It makes you my son. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and the rules are complicated, but uh, <laughs> clean your fucking room, boy. <laughs> my large old son. <laughs> you can't <laughs> make me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll get on a plane. I'll get on the first plane. Uh, I will get COVID to make you clean your room, boy. <laughs> um, I think it. Yeah, 
it's uh we're we're both the two tails trailing out of uh Miles's butthole mm-hmm. for this. So <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh my challenge for for this episode. Okay. Uh, oh, the, the other other piece of uh you know the uh you may have noticed a special intro for mm-hmm. this episode. Um since it was the anniversary and uh we commissioned our good friend Gwen. Uh she's the composer of the Orb theme song mm-hmm. to do a remix. Yeah. Uh, um, it's been a minute since we've done one of those, so there you go. It has, um, and she did a very good job making it extra Genesis-y for us. Extremely Genesis-y. Impressive. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, my personal challenge, uh, I had a little mild amount of anxiety about this episode because I didn't want to repeat all my points from the Sonic 3 episode. Okay. And then I realized seven years ago or eight years ago. Right. I don't care. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to say, say what I want to say. <laughs> what was, what was <laughs> like, the, ch- I mean, our, our, our analysis has refined since then, I'm sure. Um, what was the oh, challenge? <laughs> no, well, just, I mean, not trying to repeat myself because a lot oh. of things that are true of Sonic 3 are true of this as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just what, what, what a Sega Genesis Sonic game is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there, there are generalities and stuff of, about this that, like, my, my position on my, my thinking of the Sonic game has changed a little bit mm-hmm. since then. Uh, but there are a lot of ways in which it remains the same. Yeah. Uh, and I just don't want to, uh, but you know, if you listen to this back to back with that episode, mm-hmm. um, at the very least the audio quality be a little bit better. Yeah. So yeah. Got that going for you. So it'll be, it'll, it'll be this, the, 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 the same cogent insights I'm sure, but delivered through better microphones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're not familiar with Sonic, he is this, uh, attitudinous little hedgehog. <laughs> uh, he <laughs> runs fast. He jumps. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes he has his uh, life partner tails mm-hmm. with him. Uh, who, based on the uh, the Kitsune, uh, he has a fox with two tails. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, tails mild prower uh, because <laughs> yep. of his mild pr- personality. Yeah, yeah. He's just, he's just sweets on the show. He's just real chill. Um, the uh, God, the the story, the story of the American team pitching that as the name for this character. Designed by a, mm-hmm. a, a Japanese member of the team, and, the, and them compromising, saying, "Okay, he's both. He's both Miles Brower and Tails. Just, yeah. it's, just everything." The the thing I I had a real uh, meme like let them fight yeah moment when I was reading about that because I was like <laughs> I don't think either of these names are particularly good. Like yeah. I kind of hate this twerp. Uh, <laughs> like I'm not not big into Tails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he reminds me of uh, Tails. Actually, reminds me of there's a Mister Show sketch where it's like uh, a psychologist being like there are four voices inside you, mm-hmm. you know, and it's on a subway and it's like you know the 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 motorcyclist, you know, the the gang member. The the sassy gay man, mm-hmm. you know the the old woman, but the the issue is like a bunch of them just back the other ones up, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like you have you have a, a, a sassy gay man who backs him up all the way, it's... an old woman who who agrees with everything he says. Like it's just one voice inside you <laughs> with a chorus, and that's what tails is. Yes, yeah. You know? He's he's really simping <laughs> to use the internet parlance of last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're not sure. You're a Sonic simp. <laughs> he's a he's a big fan of the American version. He's uh he's he's admired Sonic since uh, since he was born. Just to, Wait, th- does just he have a w- different backstory in the Japanese version? Uh, they, they, they just he just trips over him like like Sonic. You oh. know, just kind of like lands his plane and Tails is there, kind of like you know, messing around. And like I guess I guess Sonic just <laughs> Tim Heideckers him, just like you're my son now, just messing around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just you get two tails and they're scrounging around. Uh, <laughs> 
uh, he's uh, so so. This is the introduction of Tails. Yes, yeah, uh, our Bubba here. Yeah, and uh, they work together um, or alone uh, across West Side Island. They're trying to stop Doctor Robotnik. Um, I- I'm convinced the only cool thing about Sonic now, <laughs> Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, Doctor Robotnik and his uh, and his uh, dipshit inventions. So I- I'm I'm a I- real I'm I am I'm Robotnik pilled. I, I am going to uh, Jim Carrey's performance is probably why I'm going to watch Sonic Two, mm-hmm. other than the fact that we can do it for work, of course. Um, but you know that was a, a real standout, <laughs> uh, the Doctor Eggman. Yeah, but Doctor Robotnik um, is uh, gathering Chaos Emeralds uh, to try and power up his Doomsday device, the Death Egg, and Sonic and Tails mm-hmm. are uh, are trying to stop him, mm-hmm. succeeding. <laughs> um, so Sonic, uh, Sonic basic, basics are worth talking about a little bit here in case you've never played one of the old Sonic games as we age out of our audience, yep. uh, <laughs> the game's increasingly more likely, uh, Sonic is a weird platformer. Mm-hmm. Um, it controls, uh, much, you know, differently than any other platformer. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is Sonic can move at a very high speed, um, but you have to build momentum mm-hmm. and keep it. Yes. Um, by avoiding traps and environmental hazards and stuff. Yeah. Um, this is my biggest you know bone to pick with Sonic. Yeah. I don't think these two modes work very well together, uh, and we'll we'll talk about that um, yeah. a little bit later. I don't want to go talk about it in every individual zone because like this will be once we get into the actual body of this episode, it's going to be a little quick moving because yeah. it's pretty hard to be like oh at this part where there's the corkscrew turn with the moving platform and right. the spike that comes out and the tv set with a ring you know <laughs> t- tuned to, to ring tv like that that will be a little bit difficult yeah but there's a there's an essential uh kind of tension do i think to, to sonic games mm-hmm. yeah. that uh that permeates the the this old genre yeah game. and i i'm de- i am definitely warmer on this uh than uh the, the, than you are this was my uh this the, the, this was my game growing up I, we had an snes and i played and loved super mario world i understand the super mario world is leagues better uh than this mm-hmm. Uh, but this still has a uh, place in my heart, and it, it's kind of a it's a really big part of uh, the, the the history of history of console games and platform games too. Yeah, well, um, absolutely. Like, yeah. I, and I have a theory about that. Like, when we start talking about that, I have an, a, a reasonable idea as to why um, you might be more into that. Yeah, um, um, and it's not like about your DNA or anything. <laughs> like your I was going to say, are you going to are you going <laughs> to accuse me of being in the product of incest again? Well, your parents are cousins, so that's that's my first guess. My second right, guess right. is that they're brother and sister. <laughs> no, 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 I, 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 it's not that. Yeah. So. So uh, there are more basics we should get through before we get to that. Though. There, there are. Yes. Uh, so uh, as you go, the collectible in this, it's, it's rings. There are these power rings uh, that uh, also act kind of like your hit point and your shield. So if you are mm-hmm. carrying even one ring, uh, you can take a hit um, and Sonic drops all of his rings. He just he just scatters them everywhere. Uh, it's actually kind of comical. Call me Mr. Butterfingers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you have a chance, a small chance to, you know, recover some of the rings uh, before they fade, letting you uh, uh, take a hit again. You have a little bit of mercy invincibility as well. But if you are hit or uh, touch a hazard when you're not carrying any rings, then you uh, then you die. Then you just just die. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cold, wet mud. Yeah. Um, it's worth it. I want to do a quick shout out to the port of this that is on the switch. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a mode, which is uh, fewer rings mode. Mm-hmm. 
which I engaged in the last last half of the game, not because I mean it had save states as well. Yeah, like I yeah. could have got through it, but just because you know, just to not be frustrated, mm-hmm. uh, I set that up, and then you you lose like half your rings or like, yeah. it, and it doesn't become a Zeno's paradox thing. It's it's rounded <laughs> up. Like you can you can eventually become ringless. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it just makes it you don't die in one hit or die mm-hmm. in two hits uh, automatically. Yeah. Um, you do die if you uh, get crushed or if you drown or you fall into a pit. Mm-hmm. No amount of rings will save you <laughs> from, from that, that potter's field. Yes. Yeah. Um, there are power-ups that return. Again, you, you, you bop open a TV or a computer monitor that's tuned to a particular channel, uh, showing mm-hmm. an image it's of the power-up. Shoe up. network. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of the biggest, uh, most notable ones are the, uh, the invincibility. Uh, which you know that's self-explanatory, and also an energy shield, which gives you uh, gives you another uh, another hit that you can take. Mm-hmm. And they're they're also the the shoe that lets you go faster. Mm-hmm. Um, these I wish these were placed a little bit more thoughtfully. Yes, or maybe they are, and I just didn't know the levels well enough, which is you know my my thesis about this. Um, but the uh, I, I tended to be very fast for very slow uh, precision platforming parts, <laughs> which did not help that much. But those are the three, and then you can also get uh, booster packs of rings. Yeah, yeah. Um, the big innovation here, other than tails, is the spin dash technique. Um, if you crouch and press the button, mm-hmm. uh, it's jump, but this is a one button game. Um, you'll spin in place and then you'll launch at speed. Um, since this is a game about momentum, uh, being able to instantly get up to kind of medium momentum is really useful. Yeah. Um, so allow you to kind of cross the lips mm-hmm. of, uh, things and go through loops and stuff. Um, this is such a popular feature. Like this has been backported. Yeah. Into Sonic one, which uh, is through a bunch of ways. Like bizarre. this should have been there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it it should have been there. Like it's, it's ridiculous not to have it. Like, yeah. you know, it, not trying to Monday morning quarterback developers. <laughs> it's just a really good idea. It's a, it's a very you good know. idea. Going back and playing Sonic one without this, it, it is a, it is a really different experience because, um, you have to backtrack. You have to go mm-hmm. backwards in order to get a run up in order to press down while you're moving forward to get into a spin like this. Um, yeah. or even just to get the moment momentum that you need to clear some obstacles and stuff. Uh, which is a real strange way to play a platformer here. Just being yeah. able to launch into it is uh, a gigantic advantage um, and yes. lets them, you know, design the stages smarter. Like the, the levels in this are just miles ahead of the original. Yeah. 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 I, I was surprised by actually how much I like this more than Sonic three mm-hmm. um, when I played that. Like, I think the the levels have more personality. I think the music is better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's probably just because I played it more when I was younger. Yeah, you no, know, it's the, the biggest part, you know, biggest part of it. Yeah, I played a fair amount of both. I used to be a big Sonic Three and Knuckles guy. I think that is still an impressive product, and it is aesthetically like really beautiful. A huge variety mm-hmm. of space and stuff like that. Uh, this plays better. I like the levels in this game much, much more than uh, than Sonic Three, um, and the extended yeah. uh, the whole extended verse there. Um, you know, and uh, when I was a little kid, I was like, oh, there's a there, there's a little friend that he has. I identify with Tails. And no, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just exaggerating <laughs> that. Uh, the default mode is actually kind of a nightmare, uh, playing with Sonic and Tails. Uh, so mm-hmm. you have Tails running around trailing behind you as this little AI. This would not be a problem if he also didn't try to attack enemies, often, uh, crumbling platforms beneath you or, uh, triggering, 
the enemy's mercy um <laughs> mercy uh, invincibility yeah so you just end up like flying through them into a hazard and stuff like that um i forgot to turn tails off when i started my game and i was like i don't care if i'm two levels in i'm gonna go back and just run into sonic i'm gonna go back and kill sonic <laughs> and, and you know that uh much like the flash if you go back and turn that off it's sonic going so fast he goes back in time and kills uh, tails as a baby mm-hmm you're making yeah. the option menu. It's all implied when you hit right. I would have gone back and uh, encouraged Tails in his painting. Oh, yeah. That's, pretty... <laughs> yeah. that's you know, that's the more enlightened answer on what to do with Tails. And both, <laughs> but he could actually paint with both his tails, like dip yep. them into paint mm-hmm. and paint two just, paintings at once. Just a real fast son of a bitch. Does he? Yeah, does, just really, really quick. a little stand down <laughs> at the fair. Yeah. <laughs> if he was painting with both his tails at once, it would look like when hippos shit and they, they use their tails to like helicopter it for yep. fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> hippos like nature's fucking weirdos <laughs> yeah. um the uh the upside of having tails with you is that he will sometimes it will time out to where you get a double hit on a boss yes uh but yeah generally not worth it you can also play through the game as tails mm-hmm. it was just the like. same uh, yeah yeah he plays identically yeah um he doesn't fly uh on command in this game he just kind of does it every once in a while mm-hmm. something they added later uh when we talked about uh so sonic chaos on the game gear uh, probably never going to cover that. And then uh, <laughs> if I played Sonic it, I can talk about it. Story. Did you want to talk about Triple Trouble and Knack the Weasel? <laughs> uh, I do. You know, there's nothing I want to talk about less than Knack the Weasel. <laughs> um, oh. uh, so there, there's some other big differences here in the stages. Um, so you have zones and acts. Uh, zones are kind of broad themings of levels. Acts are individual levels. Um, Sonic One had three acts per zone. Mm-hmm. This one has two, but they are bigger. Yes. Uh, They are much larger, which is nice. So, uh, like, going back and playing the original Sonic, I went and did a few stages of that. Uh, Boy, three stages is too much, actually, of of these individual themes. Um, (laughs) This is... It ends up being, like, a big saving grace of this game in general, I think. Yeah. That, like, made it playable for me now is that it's real breezy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, even if you get annoyed by a a level's gimmick, um, you're you're done with it real fast. Yeah. Um, and, and moving on to something new. Mm-hmm. You know, because there, there's definitely uh, it's not a linear path for me, um, you know, in general, like I was I was tweeting about it. Like, I feel like Sonic, the first couple levels of Sonic, I'm always like way into it. And then later there's like a hard zone. Yeah. You know, like you end up going to like the Aztec fuck off zone mm-hmm. and it's tough. Yeah. Um, and that's usually when I'm like, eh, you know, yeah, little, I'm, know, I'm dying. I'm, I'm frustrated a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, this way, even once you get past that Aztec fuck off zone, the next level might be actually really cool. Yes. Uh, past that. It's not a, a line. It's not like a pure degrade. Yeah. It'll be um, it'll be the right mix. You know, it'll still be harder than the stuff at the beginning, but it will have like a cool gimmick and a neat aesthetic or maybe like an especially good, uh, good, good bop uh, playing in the yeah. background. Yeah. Yes. Um, Sonic 2 yeah. is also they re- is also where they really started designing around speed. Obviously, the the momentum uh, based play was uh, was there in the first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what with the loop de loops and whatnot. Uh, but this, you know, a big thing that they did was remove the uh, the speed cap on him um, and set up. You know, <laughs> you say? There, there's still a speed cap on. Yeah. Him. It, it's not like uh, over the road <laughs> droppers or whatever going backwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Just, just, yeah. just, just phase through reality. Yeah, <laughs> he caused nuclear it, should... nuclear fission. He just he moves so goddamn fast. That's a great idea for like a Sonic mod. There's <laughs> no no upper speed limit. Yep. You know, as he approaches C, <laughs> he causes just yeah. a just a long string of singularities behind him as he blasts through stars. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah. Your, your tail as a baby is like in the moon, you know, you see it like blinking. Uh, yeah. Um, so the, the original, so th- I mean, this is probably a good spot to talk about the, the level thing that I want to get yeah. off my chest yeah. about this. Um, and I have a, a theory as to why your experience is probably different than this and, and probably corresponds to when people have different experiences about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sonic games are weird to me as a platformer. Um, because, uh, you bing pong between three different modes. Okay. It feels like, um, there's like pinball mode when you are going fast and the game is allowing for it. Yes. Uh, you know, you're going through loop to loops, you're going through, uh, slides and stuff like that. And this to me is like a pure joy. Mm-hmm. I like this more than I liked it in Sonic three. Yeah. It was more impressive and more aesthetically fun, uh, to me. I mean, just uh, just uh, the, the, there's a level designed around a chemical plant zone that is just yeah. like here, you know, take a look at this demonstration of how light and joyous this can be. Yeah, I like that. Uh, there's an exploration mode where there's like secrets in the level. I think that this falls down because the best secrets you can get are limited to those power ups. Yes. And it it suffers compared to Super Mario World, which isn't fair. Yeah. Uh, because that's like a paragon of the genre, mm-hmm. but it really does go to show that um, exploration and reward go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something we talk a lot about in Bonfire Side Chat, like exploring on its own is fun on its own. Yeah. You know, but hunting for secret walls in a Sonic game for me was not fun when I knew I would get 10 rings mm-hmm. at the end of it. Um, As opposed to Mario World, where I was getting another exit and like a whole other part of the overall map or something. This is something that they that they addressed in Sonic Three. If you remember the Mm -hmm. way that you got to um, one of the warp, one of the special zones, Um, uh, you know, because there were the ones on checkpoints that would get you power ups and stuff like that. They would be little mini games, but to actually get the emeralds, you had to go through the 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 big rings. Um, those mm-hmm. would be hidden in the world uh, through false walls and uh, up on high or very low places, uh, things like that. So they would re- re- reward you uh, with that. Uh, so you can tell that they acknowledge that that was a little, little yeah. bit of a concern here. I, I, I agree. The lack of reward is a huge problem um, with yeah, uh, with exploration here. It just it, and and then the the third thing is careful avoidance of traps and precision platforming. Mm-hmm. You know, like anytime there's a moving platform, like I find Sonic moves really weird when I'm not at full speed. Mm-hmm. Like your your jump in this is weird, yeah, and stuff. And I end up having this experience of playing a Sonic game where I don't know how it wants me to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard for me to, at a glance, read the level design and understand which of those modes I'm supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I think that when people are like, oh yeah, no, it's about speed. Like you're, you're meant to be going fast the whole time. It's level knowledge mm-hmm. and level knowledge comes from repeated play. Yes. You know? uh, which you will so have it, the, uh, which you will have the patience for if you're a small kid and this exactly. is a game that you have available to you, like Cole from age five to five to 10, especially. Exactly. Yeah. You know, or, or if you are just so in the pocket for the aesthetic mm-hmm. that, you know, and the feel of it and the music that you just want to repeat it. Yes. So as a, like, you know, that is the way that I played retro games as a kid. Like I mm-hmm. fucking played arrow, the acrobat many times. <laughs> um, now, though, as an adult, like I'm much more often, you know, even platformers that I absolutely love, like I will play once. Yeah. You know, I played through Shovel Knight, I think, twice, and that's the exception. But I played through like Hollow Knight once. I played through the Shovel Knight expansions once, mm-hmm. you know, even though I love them. 
So I don't have that map knowledge. And I think that the, the aesthetic of this, which I've actually grown to appreciate more as mm -hmm. I've gotten older, defies readability for this kind of thing. The yeah. way that everything is kind of made up of these abstract building blocks yes. a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, to where I am just constantly, you know, if, if there's a loop to loop, I'll go fast. Otherwise, though, I'm just moving very slowly because the traps don't have tells mm -hmm. a lot of the time. Um, and it, they're real. Uh, they're meant to fuck you up if you're playing fast. Like, mm -hmm. that's the idea. There are a bunch of times in this where you get to the edge of a, a wall where you're going to jump up on the next platform. And there's literally just a spring that isn't foreshadowed that just pops you out and makes you do the section over. Mm-hmm. You know, so the idea is like what happened was I'd be running at it, you know, full speed, like, yeah, Sonic, go Sonic, little man. And mm -hmm. then that spring would just go, nope, Boing. start over. Yeah. There's a trap here. Uh, and I would shoot back. I'm like, okay, I guess I have to slow down in this part. Yeah. And then I would get to the next thing and there'd be a thing where I needed momentum. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so the, the proper thing to do would have been to know that was there in advance and jump it. Yeah. Which you is know? not great. But I keep, you can't do that. You know, mm -hmm. like you're, you're, the camera's a little too close up to Sonic mm -hmm. uh, for to, to have that kind of knowledge. The traps don't have a tell, which would have been a good idea, I think. Yeah. Do you know if the series ever did that? Like, not in 2D. Had like, okay. Um, so it just, it ended up, the, the experience if you don't know these levels is very strange. Yeah. Like, it is playing like a guessing game with the game, with the level designers mm -hmm. to figure out which Sonic I'm supposed to be playing. And the bummer is, like, I think two of those three Sonics are much better. Yes. Like, I can handle the exploration, even though the rewards aren't very good. Mm -hmm. And I like the speed Sonic. And managed to pull off a couple, like, cool last-minute jumps, you know, with enough notice to to maintain my mon momentum. Yeah. But precision platforming trap avoidance Sonic, I don't like how Sonic controls for it. Like, mm -hmm. I eventually got used to it yeah. enough. But I wanted uh, something that, like, mitigated my, like, landing like a hover or double jump or something. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted something to make that kind of platforming better. Mm -hmm. And I never felt signaled or communicated to when those modes were going to change. It's, it's and funny. I, and I, I think the difference is just re repetition. Yeah. So it's funny. Um, I think that the, like you're getting at something, uh, this really feels designed to be an arcade game to me. It feels mm. like a, like a quarter muncher that is meant to be um, kind of shuttle, shuttle run through. Um, as mm -hmm. you, as you get the, um, as you, as you, as you, uh, kind of internalize, uh, internalize this, it's not meant to be sight read is, is, yeah. the, is the thing of it. This is meant to be, you know, m memorized, you know, me memorized and, uh, yeah, yeah. To, to, to be, to be played through like that. And there, there are times where it's explicitly designed. There's almost like, uh, you know, I want to be the guy kind of traps where it's like, there'd be yeah. no, there would be no way for me to know that there was an instant death thing here waiting for me. That was like, that was placed there with comic timing actually, you know, mm -hmm. and you know, it's kind of a, kind of a die roll. It's, or, you know, it's a die roll modified by how much you're vibing with the rhythm of the game or how much you can, you know, again, guess, you know, anticipate what the level designers are, you know, kind of putting, putting forward for you, whether you're going to pass it or whether it's going to either, you know, chew through one of your lives or set you back. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah. or at the, at the absolute very least kill all of your momentum. Yes. You know, that you have moving through the level. And I think I, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a weird, like, I like this game. I had fun playing it. Uh, it's breezy. It's aesthetically, like, I've come to appreciate the aesthetic a lot more mm -hmm. in, like, the decades since the last time we talked about a Sonic game. <laughs> but uh, 
in terms of what I'm looking for in a platform, like this was a fun space to be in yeah. and look at, but not always a fun place to move around in. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think, I think to me that is it's, it's fatal flaw mm-hmm. in terms of like why this has all the aesthetic markers of something that is, you know, absolutely key to, to platformers, but mm-hmm. you also don't see a lot of platformers that carry this design forward. No, no, this is um, a little bit of a dead end. I mean, yeah. and you, you can tell be, because of the way that they that that they completely changed it once it went to 3D, right? Yeah, yeah. and and went into this weird exploratory phase, mm-hmm. you know, of trying to figure out something that worked. And it's really interesting to have something that was this big of a success mm-hmm. and have them be like, "Wait a minute, that actually kind of didn't work." Yeah, like what can we do instead mm-hmm. of that? Like we, this IP is already outracing this design principle yeah you know that we we built this at like it's really interesting mm-hmm. you you cannot draw a line from a modern sonic game back to i mean you can with the the 2d remakes mm-hmm. but like i can, you can play mario one and kind of understand that sense of momentum and jump and then also play uh you know bowser's fury yeah and yeah. kind of understand it um this doesn't have that no uh, and i don't know like there's not sonic likes <laughs> that i know of yeah. you know like people are, aren't making sonic games and it doesn't make it a bad game or make it like not worth playing or anything mm-hmm. it just added frustration and added it's so out of step with the times to do yeah. an arcade platformer like that mm-hmm. um yeah it makes it like kind of an interesting kind of relic almost it is yeah you know and i can say as somebody who you know spent a great a great deal of his childhood you know internalizing these and really you know, playing them. I have no idea if I was any good at them, but like when you are riding high and getting, you know, kind of like nimbly getting through a lot of those, you know, precision jumps, you know, without really, uh, you know, losing any speed, not missing any steps. It, it feels very good to execute on this, you know, mm-hmm. in a way that it feels good to speed run stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's not going to be for everybody. And I think that the higher, the higher value or the higher thing that a, um, that that a platform game can you know aspire to again is that is is that more consistent lower floor and uh you know and a high ceiling you know um that that was happening around this time yeah both yeah yeah um you know and it's a it just ends up being like a very interesting experience to go Mm -hmm. back to it like i'd recommend um you know anyone who is interested in platformers who somehow miss this, Mm -hmm. uh, which because of their age, probably like I was going to say, Oh, who missed this? I'm like, Oh yeah. Like people, you know, 12 years younger than I am. Yeah. Uh, But if you, you miss this, it's worth going back to, to see how kind of experimental and how long it took platformers to kind of like get calcified Mm -hmm. in what their values would be. Yes. You know, cause this is, this is definitely a weird evolutionary dead end. Mm hmm. So as its audience, there's still throwbacks that that kind of go through this, but they are for its audience. Yeah, yeah. You know? there, there there is the, there is a um um a line that can be traced forward from this from this period, um and mm-hmm. it, it's uh it's it's uh it's Crash, um it's from Mar- Mar- Mark Cerny, um who yeah, was yeah. one of the lead designer on this designer on this. He went over to Naughty Dog. You know, um, I, yeah, what's that? yeah, and he he went and did a bunch of crash stuff. Yeah, just like the, there were there were a good number of 3D platformers that kind of like you know carried some of this uh, aesthetic, but without the uh, without the momentum kind of uh, without the momentum based play as strongly expressed, right? 
Yeah, without yeah. without speed. Like speed doesn't matter in Crash. No. Like Crash is all slow trap avoidance and exploration yeah. Sonic. You know, nobody's taking that speed and sudden you yeah. know, sudden trap. And the the, uh, the 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 reason for that is it's really expensive to make levels in 3D uh for speed where you're crossing that kind of distance and still having the uh and still having the spaces be visually interesting. It takes a lot of yeah. assets and stuff. It's hard. Well, my, my understanding is also is that 3d sonic games have more growing pains than a lot of long-running franchises like they, there are a lot of low cards in that deck you, uh, many exceptionally low cards in that deck yeah yeah some of the worst <laughs> um yeah it ends up being like so that's you know as a standard waff thing i feel like that tension is present in every level in this game mm-hmm. like it becomes more present as you go further but even in the first area like that shows up yeah i'm not going to talk about it every time but for me it was a patina over the game that didn't like dampen my enjoyment because it's it's a fun place to be it looks good and it sounds good mm-hmm. and it's it's breezy but did end up making me you know i wasn't coming to this necessarily for like I can't really see revisiting it over and over and over yeah. outside of wanting to be in that space. And I can do that by throwing the soundtrack up on YouTube. Yeah. Which I do you know? and intend to in the future. So yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, there are special stages in this. Um, if you have 50 rings and use a checkpoint, um, you get to go into these uh, 3d half pipes um, where you have to collect a certain number of rings while avoiding bombs that uh, take your rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tails loves to run into those bombs. Yes, he does. Um, little shit. <laughs> and uh, if you get uh, the correct number of rings, you get a Chaos Emerald. Yeah. Um, and uh, Obama chuckles. And <laughs> if you get all of them, uh, if you have enough rings, you can turn into Super Sonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, who uh, is faster, invincible Sonic. Yes. Uh, he is yellow. And this is not a Dragon Ball Z ripoff, guys. Stop saying that. Don't quote me as saying it's a Dragon Ball Z ripoff. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and Supersonic would end up being uh, just a, an important part of the weird lore and story of uh, of, of Sonic going uh, going forward, even uh, as as early as the next game. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, yeah. uh, they don't make it so that uh, you have to get all of the Chaos Emeralds uh, to see all of the content in this, like they do from yes. Sonic Three onward. Um, you know, there is no, uh, the, there is no kind of like bad ending where you're unable to make it, uh, make it to, uh, the, you know, the final boss, the final stage because you don't have the power of the emeralds and Obama's chuckle, you know? Yeah. You don't, you don't go into, to discarded aquarium tank zone just to drown. (laughs) (laughs) There's no platforms. Yeah. Uh, those 3d, uh, stages suck. Uh, I mean, they're not fun to play. Uh, they were super impressive back in 1992. I can I can attest mm-hmm. to this. I remember just being super blown away by the pseudo 3D. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that uh, the shine uh, wore off of that a little bit. And maybe that's why uh, maybe that's why Donkey Kong Country didn't land as hard for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, the first time I saw one, I thought it was like pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you're real weird and slippery on it. Yes. Like Sonic's got a real case of butterfeet. Um, yeah, you know. he's just trying to be, just trying to make Paul Bunyan some some flapjacks, some weird yeah. long tubular flapjacks. Yeah, <laughs> oh. the uh, no, um, so they're fun, and and they also definitely wear out their welcome. Even if you think they're fun, just it being the same one every time, yeah, is a yeah. pretty big bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, there's two player mode in this for three of the maps. 
uh, where one player controls Tails. This is, I, I told the story when we did Sonic 3, but I'll tell it again. Mm-hmm. My Sonic experience was from my uh, rich cousin who had a Sega uh, and how he delighted in whether Tails was being AI controlled or Gary controlled ditching him and then saying later tales uh, every single time <laughs> he sounds like a real cool dude <laughs> yeah my cousin tony was pretty cool uh he he really enjoyed uh ditching tales and going later tales it was an rp server uh when he was playing sonic <laughs> later tales later yeah. tales. oh man it gets cooler yeah. every time <laughs> it's, it's extremely cool <laughs> Oh man, uh, this 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 was neat. Uh, the split screen multiplayer they, they uh, uh, accomplished this. It's it, it's kind of cool. They, they they did it with um, the deinterlacer is how they is how they manage this uh, to render to render both of it. So they just they they did some kind of trick where the even the even lines and the odd lines uh, lined up to make a uh, to make a squished version of the full frame. Um, on the top and bottom, it's uh, it's neat. Yuji Naka had uh, intended to, to do this in Sonic One, but they had run out of time. So, yeah. Uh, apparently, it is uh, it is glitchy. Yeah. Oh, it's very glitchy. Yeah. Uh, people people had real mixed reviews about that. Yeah. As as it went on, mm-hmm. you know, or as it was contemporary. The together. the one in Sonic Three is better. Uh, better stages yeah. and they're designed as like uh, like races, uh, which is neat. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is a pretty game. Uh, I gotta say that for as much as I, you know, like the big and colorful, you know, just uh, very strongly expressed uh, kind of color palettes for each uh, for for mm-hmm. each stage, uh, the fun uh, enemy robot designs, like all of those are good. I do kind of miss the surreal abstract stuff from the uh, from the original. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of this, a lot of this is, you know, I think for a little bit for the worse, designed to be a bit more practical uh than 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 what that was uh it's more representational for sure yeah this is some of the things none of these are spaces yeah like none of these are are sensible spaces this is not Mm -hmm. the sonic immersive sim (laughs) but there are more record like oh that platform is recognizable as a thing yeah Uh, yeah you know as opposed to just like a a multicolored piece of matter Mm mm-hmm yeah so i you know when i think about old you know old sonic like this i i do kind of like uh, ascribe the first game's aesthetics or like bring the first game's aesthetics and like blow that up more in my head uh, but it's weird how quickly they got away from that uh yeah. which, is, which is a little bit of a bummer although this is still an attractive game uh, you know this was meant to be you know it was, it was made as a system seller for the for, yeah. you know for the genesis when you get casino night zone yeah so I will I will trade a lot of abstract platforms for Casino Night Zone. Mm-hmm. Um, soundtrack is great. Love it. Uh, composed by uh, Masato uh, Nakamura mm-hmm. from of Dreams Come True. Um, it's really really excellent soundtrack. It, it was going to be difficult to pick which songs <laughs> to put in the soundtrack because they're all really good. Yeah. Uh, during the edit, um, Fi- very good. Fire it up. Um, excellent. Um, you know, just amazing FM synthesis. Um, mm-hmm. uh, coming out of the Genesis, just a really good uh, showcase for that uh, for that for that sound chip. Um, man, uh, something that I wish would come back, just how fronted the bass is, specifically in mm-hmm. these old uh, Genesis games. Like we make a joke, you know, like oh yeah, farty Genesis bass. You know, I just uh, playing games that even you know come out you know, eight, 10 years later after this, when composition started getting more rich, the bass started getting buried back further. 
um, kind of as a mm-hmm. result of, you know, things becoming a little bit more like or, or orchestral, like even even rock based music. And it's like, man, just bring that bass up to the front, please. Mm-hmm. And thank you, please. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, sounds very good. Yeah. So uh, the original Sonic was developed by the Sonic team over in Japan, uh, but the sequel was made in America uh, at a place called the uh, Sega Technical Institute, uh, which mm-hmm. goes by the unfortunate acronym of STI. <laughs> sure. Um, Sexually transmitted infection. Yeah. That's, what, they, that's yeah. what that that's what that means now. Mm-hmm. Um and it was uh, disease. <laughs> it, it was uh it was uh headed by the, the, the that institute was headed by Mark Cerny, uh came over from uh Atari, I believe. Uh the person who did mm-hmm. uh, who did Marble Madness, which also is a game of, well, like weirdly about momentum. Yeah, um, and also has weird abstract <clears throat> zones and backgrounds. It does. Do it. Yeah. yeah. As I as I look at my Marble Madness wall art that I have in front of my desk here, is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love, love Marble Madness. Yeah, the music is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, Yuji Naka uh, worked on this. He had originally left Sega after uh, after the first Sonic launched uh, because of a salary dispute, but then he uh, decided to join the Sega Technical Institute when uh, when they uh, began working on the sequel. They just asked him real nicely, and uh, he came he came over along with a bunch of folks uh, from Japan mm-hmm. to, to kind of make this a joint venture. Yeah, uh, that was originally the idea, you know, for this. That's the, the vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Cerny uh, pitched this in September of 1991 for Christmas of 1992. Uh, but Sega declined at first, saying that's too much time, uh, but then changed their mind in November, giving them less time. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Nine uh, months to make the game instead of 11. Neat. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of tension between the American and Japanese team. Cerny's idea was that the Japanese team would mentor mm-hmm. the American team, but he, whoa, they don't speak the same language. Uh, <laughs> and there were cultural uh, I like differences. The, I like the idea of the language thing coming as a surprise. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Like, Why didn't anybody tell uh, me? No, yeah, I just thought they were singing. <laughs> um, the, the, uh, so it's a, there's that, that's a big language barrier. And then there was crunch. Uh, mm-hmm. The Japanese team uh, worked, you know, 24 hours a day and slept in the cubicles. Uh, and the American developers did not, mm-hmm. did not want to do that. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting to hear, to read uh, about this stuff because <laughs> the traditional, like the kind of tact of, or histories of this that you read is that, uh, you know, oh, like there, there's a, there's a patina of shitty Americans yeah to it like oh the you know the the pros came in and that was kind of the tact at the time too like let's have them mentor them yeah and then when you read it with 2021 eyes and like oh but crunch is bad actually yeah (laughs) like it it doesn't show like it you know dedication it shows that a team can be exploited if the uh of the of the leadership uh makes bad enough decisions and they have to be yeah well and the culture of exploitation is bad yeah yeah you know um and there's like a specific quote like so yuji naki is supposed to be very hard to work with mm-hmm. like he's very particular very demanding um one of the art level artists has quoted uh, craig stitt mm-hmm. uh, as calling him an arrogant pain in the ass i saw like post about this that are like oh of course he thinks that like the genius of uji yuji naka was not being appreciated and stuff. <laughs> do, do, do we want to go do, down the big list of things that yuji naka made after sonic um. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's like when Brian Michael Bendis talks about you know like oh you know he's such a genius and it's like man I fucking read the new Avengers thing like, I know that like, guys so there's this weird uh, when you read about it there is a weird uh, like primacy of the genius of Japanese game design in yeah. this that I, I mean, I've like, read 
a bunch of message board things that are like, oh, like, you know, of course they think that of Yuji Naka. Uh, yeah. Like as if Yuji Naka could not have been an arrogant pain in the ass. The, the, this because is because he's the designer of Sonic. I mean, the, the, the stuff the, the stuff that I the, that I've read, and you know, and and also you know, just kind of an attitude that you find, you know, it's almost like a borderline chauvinism. Uh, that the, yes. ends up happening where obviously the the the, the design the you know the, the the designers from japan must be the 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 better ones or their way of working must be best or their product is better because they are from you know japan which yes. is like a weird a weird way of putting like country and origin like no like nationality in front of like individuals who make you know creative decisions yes. and you know leadership and teams and stuff uh and, and 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 their efforts which is an attitude that i'm not necessarily like that crazy about i i don't like that attitude at all mm -hmm. like i like i i've been thinking a lot about how uh undignified it is to be a fan of a country <laughs> because countries are really yeah. complicated I, I, really, know, <laughs> I also yeah. want to put out here, I realize I said chauvinism. Americans can be chauvinistic as fuck. This is a very specific in, in, instance yeah. in case somebody wants I, I to come gunning at us. I think Americans are probably more chauvinistic yeah. in, in, in a general sense. But that is not the same thing as saying that you cannot be a chauvinist for another country. And also, I'm you know, because these are English message boards, I'm talking about like Westerns, Westerners having, a gen, you know, ha, having the potential to express this kind of chauvinism about Japanese developed games specifically yes. because, that, the, because games from Japan dominated uh the, the the market on consoles specifically when they were kids right and you and you'll see it in more than games too you'll see it in you know in just kind of general cultural things or historical things yeah and it's silly yeah it's 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 undignified and silly because uh like we no one is arguing that uh you know our country america isn't an absolute fucking trash fire of mm -hmm. history like that we haven't done atrocity after atrocity yeah yeah but that's true of almost every country mm -hmm. uh you know and it, it's when you're like oh no like this is just somehow pure because yeah. it's other that feels like a, a kind of exoticism or racism that's really gross and undignified to me yeah, yeah. you know like don't uh don't be a fan of any country and don't be a fan of your own country yeah. like countries are too complicated to have a fandom of them mm -hmm. you know like if you if you're a fan of the country you have to be a fan of all of it like yep. if you if you love you know you love america like and someone's gonna be like well what about slavery if you just love japan like what about the racism there unit 741 like all this all this horrible shit like mm -hmm. it's all bad mm -hmm. don't yeah. put your faith in countries yeah. it's stupid like, it, is, it doesn't make any sense yeah uh just individuals you know mm -hmm. so like the the message board stuff i saw they were like oh like of course the ignorant american called yuji naka an arrogant pain in the ass like really frustrating to yeah. me well american auteurs are you know huge arrogant pains in the ass too you know auteurs tend to be yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that guy seems like a real piece of shit yeah he might not be i don't know <laughs> but like like obviously famously hard to work with, you know, yeah. John Romero will make you his bitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, like hard to work with and obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of creative people mm -hmm. regardless of the culture and the kind of deification of certain creators from some culture, any culture, yeah. any yeah. country. Uh, it just ends up reading as really 
like simple to me. Yeah, it, it's a it is it is a very simplistic read, and also I don't know. We should decouple. Okay, decouple uh, creativity or you know mm-hmm. excellence and expression. Decouple those from a being an addict, b being miserable generally, um, and c being difficult to work with. You can be. Yeah. A creative person who is none of those uh, who is none of those uh, uh, three things, right? That yeah. are that that are bad things to be. That are harmful to everybody around you. Like I think that it, you know, in general, if somebody is hard to work work with, you should you should say it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because we and, need and we need to decouple them. these. Yeah, we need to decouple those uh, uh the, the, those things. I think for the good of anybody who wants to make anything, especially on a team. Well, and it's it's amazing to me that it's 2021 and it's still kind of a point that we also need to decouple creativity from nationality. Yeah. Like, what is that weird fucking eugenic shit that, <laughs> that people are engaging in and they're allowing themselves to because it's positive? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's, it's just weird. I don't know if I'm making a straw man, but I feel like we're making people really angry with this. I, maybe. I, I, I don't know if, if people are being angry. I, I, I have the Reddit receipts to prove that mm-hmm. there are there are people who are, who are doing this. I've read the interviews and read the, the boards where people are having this discussion. It's an attitude that I have seen. It is a strange attitude uh, that is very, very hard to relate to as somebody yeah, who like, and, you know, loves games that come out of Japan, games from this era, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's just same. It, yeah. It's, it's like, weird. It, you know, it, it, it is weird. And, uh, <sighs> to, 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 to read stories about that and then, you know, to, about that kind of behavior and then see it defended, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, you know you do not know these creators. Mm-hmm. Stop acting like you do. You know. Yep. Um. So yeah, Yuji Naki does not seem super great. And then also, like you said, let's go through his resume. Like, yeah. Is, is he still? Uh, he did the he did the Bal in Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah, he did Bal in Wonderland. Yeah. I think he. Uh, cool. I, I think he made a, uh, a a quiet, dignified exit from Square after that. Yeah, uh, I believe Square was the developer publisher uh, on there. Yeah, Bell in Wonderland looks like you filled a two liter, like a two liter bottle with water, and then like came in it, and then swirled the water around, and that's the character design. Yeah, like it just it's it's horrible, mm-hmm. horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah. Um. Anywho. Uh, you got here in the notes again that they removed Sonic Speed Cap. I cannot stress enough that is not true. I don't know why you keep saying it. I, Gary, what's it just if they if they if they made the level infinitely long, he would be able to reach the speed of light. He's the fastest thing alive, Gary. Okay, is this like the song says wish, so. is this wish casting into the notes? No, this is like, this why is you me keep saying that. What do you mean? <laughs> no, this is this is me phrasing things inelegantly. Uh, which I uh, generally try not to do, but I made these notes in a little bit of a hurry. So maybe climb off my dick. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Never. Uh, Never, my son. Something that I love. Um, uh, so something I love just you know, as they were talking, like, okay, we're going to make him faster. Um, we have to punish the players somehow. What if we made it so that if you ran into a wall at full speed, Sonic would die? Yeah. <laughs> He, he would die. He would get hurt or bounce off. Yeah, like lose all his momentum. Right. And they, they thought better of that. There's so much cut content oh, uh, yeah. in this game. Like that's one of the cut features. But mm-hmm. the original story was actually huge as well. Yeah. Um Where uh, Dr. Robotnik like won or something, and Sonic had to go back through time to fix him. Um, yes. And the different stages would be the past, present, and future of the same place. Right. Um, you know, there are like something like nine zones cut for this eight zones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we, uh, we got 11 and they were originally going to be like 20, 19 or 20. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, one of which they added to a later port, which is pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So the time travel story was uh, was cut for time. That's weird because um, if, it, if that actually came through and the game was that long and what you ended up having was kind of just like different coats of paint over individual stages, uh, that would actually feel like they were padding it to me. You know, to, to, to a certain degree it's like i'm just kind of going through the same space again and like yeah there are some you know like there are some new toys you know we see this um in uh emerald hill and hilltop zone those feel different enough that it's you know generally okay but uh mm-hmm. if it was executed to the point where it straight up told you okay you're in this place you know but it's a different time so it's slightly, slightly different that would actually end up feeling worse than what we ended up getting which is you know this kind of you know fast but still satisfying game that's meant to be gone through a bunch of different times because you're finding different routes and things like that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i don't i uh it would make make a kind of sense but i'm happier with what we have yeah and and the what they had proposed was distinct from the time travel that's in sonic cd sonic cd you were actually controlling um if you went forward or backward in time it wasn't going through all the levels in sequence some of them just happening to be past present and future versions of that level yeah yeah when they condense this, they kind of would take some gimmicks and add them to the other stages, make them a little bit more dense. Uh, there was going to be a level called Genocide City. Mm-hmm. Seems seems like maybe they didn't want to call a city Genocide City. No. Uh, the, the, but this got folded be... into Metropolis Zone, the much more insensibly <laughs> yeah. named. Yeah. Like Metropolis Zone could be a store at the mall. Genocide City is a setting for a post-apocalyptic, like, Rifts module. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. you know? oh god yeah Yeah. uh they had to uh back when it was still going to be added into the game the american team had to say like hey guys um i I realize that that word sounds cool uh it it it, it has to be cyber city please Please." yeah it means something you know yeah it has a ignorant americans those arrogant (laughs) ignorant americans stopping them from calling it genocide city yeah um, um uh so uh, that that level that you said that was added to one of those uh one of those uh remakes hidden palace mm-hmm. level uh that was something that was partially developed and they uh dummied it out but a, you know a fair amount of it still remained in the game you could ex- you could access it uh through a, through a glitch um and you could mm-hmm. listen to uh, a soundtrack in the sound test or a, a song in the sound test that people assumed was from this level people knew that this hidden palace level existed because it was featured and preview materials yeah yeah um so there, there's some tension around this because a lot of that cut content was made by the american side of the team mm-hmm. um and you can check it out if you want to if yeah. you look on youtube or the cutting room floor you can see all these in progress builds of this mm-hmm. uh it's neat how much yeah. of it's available people who are more well versed in this you know will you know they understand like okay here was this version of the game here's like the the recovered version that this person made there's kind of a whole subculture in modding uh you know, retro game modding uh that is uh uh putting all this together and uh, uh documenting it it's it's cool uh, i i always mm-hmm. like i always like seeing behind the curtain especially on a game this old because you know um my memory of them as a like polished and professional product you know kind of defies this uh, this even being made by human hands when i think about it as a kid you know mm-hmm. and learning that it was just barely put together in time is neat and humanizing yeah there's blood in the blood in the cobblestones of this 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the crunch was in- incredibly real. Uh, you know, the game wasn't even playable until 48, the last 48 hours of development time. Mm-hmm. It's wild to think about. I was thinking about when we did Chrono Trigger and it has the developer room where it's like, I miss my wife. <laughs> yeah. <Hello. laughs> my kids don't know what my face looks like anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I hope yeah. you like our game. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah. uh, like another part of like the, the, the final days of this, uh, they had to ship it off to Japan because it needed to be uh, made in fact, the factories over there that had the, the, the bigger raw the better pit. yeah 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 uh, just the, the 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 bigger printers basically um and uh they, they shipped it on two planes in case one of them went down so it could still be released <laughs> like, on time the secret recipe for sonic 2 <laughs> the, 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 uh, not allowed to fly together yeah um this is really well received mm-hmm. uh in its time uh second best-selling sega genesis game uh after the original and the original had a console pack-in yeah so I tell you um, this is a huge game. Yeah, this had a huge marketing push behind it. Uh, you had the Mortal Monday where you ran out into the mm-hmm. street and shot at Mortal Kombat. I did. Yeah, I ran on the streets and said, "Later, tales." <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've told I've told this story uh, before, but it, it, it bears repeating. Uh, the release date of Sonic Two uh, stands in my mind not just because I knew it was Sonic Tuesday; it was it was marketed to me as such, but it was very traumatic actually mm-hmm. um because you know uh this was 1992 so this like would have been preschool or kindergarten or something like that my uh my, my stepdad picked me up and was driving me home and i was real excited it's like oh you know sonic 2 comes out today we're gonna get this it was like four days after my birthday like yeah mm-hmm. you know just some something like that and uh the, the whole ride home he was like hey listen you know the store didn't have it and they said they're not gonna have any in this year you know, I'm real sorry. We tried, blah, blah, blah. Worked me up into tears because I'm like four or five years old, right? Yeah. Sobbing because like I'm being told, oh, you're not even going to get, you're not even going to get it in time for Christmas. And then, you know, he, he brings me, you know, just completely despondent in, and then like rushes me upstairs to the, to, to, to the bedroom where he had it in there uh, and like in their dresser saying like, here, mm-hmm. here, take it. It's here. It's yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, His plan to, I don't know backfired yeah. on him <laughs> no he was just I was hard- trying to upset my son and he got upset <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think uh, yeah i'm not sure he did that a couple other times too and then my entire family had done that around many different christmases as well um very funny yeah just uh, just tormenting uh, the, the me. family mark <laughs> yep like, <laughs> yeah. we divide um, a baby cole with impunity yeah and i t- i turned out emotionally fine so yeah um, you're happy <laughs> you seem happy <laughs> oh, you seem God. happy and well adjusted no no mental health issues at all <laughs> no, nope no uh so, yeah no, no anxiety uh or trust yeah. problems yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that can be traced back to Sonic Tuesday. <laughs> like I'm imagining the 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 version of Citizen Kane, like Citizen mm-hmm. Cole, where it's like it begins with a close up on your lips in black and white with you going Sonic Tuesday, <laughs> and us like living, you know, exploring the rest of your life and how that single event was just, the first domino in a chain. Oh God, just just me click clapping without a smile in my eyes. Or on my face. <laughs> <I'm> just, mm. <laughs> yes. Just, uh, just a cutscene. been released. <laughs> just, 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 just had a cutscene compilation from Sonic or from Shadow the Hedgehog. That, that, that was the joke. Incredible. Yeah. I, I would play a mod that modded you into Son- Shadow the Hedgehog. Like just mapped your. <laughs> I'd be the president who gets shot at the beginning. 
Yeah. No, no, no. I, I would want you to do the shooting. Oh, okay. Because yes. th- this is your Joker origin story. <laughs> like, what happens when you <laughs> cross a, a mentally unwell loser with a parent who doesn't care if he gets Sonic 2? What do you get? <laughs> exactly what you deserve, Tails. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's funny, and I'm tired of pretending it's not. Uh, yeah. There's, uh, this has been released a million times. Uh-huh. Uh, there are a thousand different versions of this, um, in parts of compilations on every system. You can basically buy this. Sometimes they add mechanical changes to it. Mm-hmm. The aforementioned, um, the uh, you know, half rings mod or yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the biggest change was done for mobile in 2013, uh, made from scratch by a, these famous Sonic modders, uh, Christian Taxman Whitehead and Simon Stealth Thomley. Mm-hmm. Uh, who added Hidden Palace Zone back into the game um, and uh, kept it in. The way you get there is through this, like, Kaizo trap. Mm-hmm. That is very infamous. So it's it's very winky. Yeah, yeah. Now, the, 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 these guys, huge fans of uh, of Sonic. And it's real cool because uh, I know that at least Whitehead, but maybe Tom Lee went on as well, they were brought in to uh, be developers on Sonic Mania, uh, which is a game that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like they, I've they heard got Sonic to, is very good. Yeah, they like they got a chance to they got a chance to work on an official Sonic game, um, and it turned out great because they they understand kind of inside and out what works in these and what doesn't. Um, yeah, good for them. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that uh, but but that's a really good uh, that's a good version of it. There are other ones done by like M two, um, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally though, you you know this is really easy to get a hold of. It's on it's on everything, and if you have a computer, you can play a ROM of it as well. I'd recommend doing uh, doing save states uh, just cause. Oh yes, yeah. You know yeah. this is the, the, this is kind of meant for you to again do the shuttle run through it. Uh, there are fun like ROM hacks of this as well. I didn't make a note of this, but I was reading about one. Um, so people really don't like the team that took over with the uh, the um, portable games, specifically mm-hmm. Sonic Rush. It's made by a team called Dimps, um, which is a, which is <laughs> which is great. D I M P Dimps, which is just yeah, all like dimps. just off from being uh, Dinks. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's very bedtime stories. Hey, Mister Dimpler. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah but uh they're not very good and like they just they're, they're full of just all kinds of like bad jumps and lots of like speed boosters everywhere uh so mm-hmm. uh somebody i forget i forget who but i was just reading about this made a made a dims version of sonic 2 which had the speed boosters everywhere and just like mm-hmm. all of all of these bad jumps and things it's <laughs> like hey what if we made this game shitty like that developer would i just i love the, the amount of effort that that must have taken to make this cool burn on a developer that you don't like that's wonderful. Yeah. I, I respect it. Yeah. Um, so this was followed by Sonic 2 um, and by, or you know, it wasn't followed by Sonic 2. Sorry. Uh, it was followed by Sonic 3 and uh, Sonic and Knuckles, uh, kind of as mm-hmm. the the immediate sequels in uh, 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 1994. Uh, you can plug Sonic 2 into Sonic and Knuckles to get Sonic 2 and Knuckles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, where you can play as Knuckles in this, who has different abilities, so you can mm-hmm. access different parts of the level. Yeah, uh, Knuckles glides and he climbs with his big, ridiculous fist spikes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, after the 16-bit era, the Sonic games quietly went away. Mm-hmm. We all know what happened. They they stopped yeah. doing them. They didn't introduce any shitty friends. Yeah, uh, he never had sex with a human woman. He never summarily executed a cop. <laughs> Sonic just went away quietly, faded into uh, yeah. gracefully into obscurity. No, there definitely wasn't um, a Sonic game that I was really looking forward to on the Dreamcast. And the Christmas that I was supposed to get the Dreamcast on Christmas Eve, my family said, "Hey, the store was out of them." <laughs> <laughs> How did you keep falling for that? 
<laughs> at a certain real, point. real loosey like football kind of thing. Like, uh, it's incredible. Yeah, uh, I, 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 no. I didn't cry, but I got real pissed off. Yeah, eventually, like it, it's just going to escalate you. You know, you go through all the different stuff, the stages of not getting Sonic yeah. when you think you're going to get Sonic. Yeah, a thirteen-year-old a, a young man. Uh, killed his mom's stepdad and brother <laughs> the uh yeah. oh was he radicalized by QAnon? no 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 he didn't get a second he, he could he couldn't he play like, as big the cat uh, yeah <laughs> big the cat the day he thought he was going to uh, but then actually could can you imagine the tragedy <laughs> like just incredible oh. uh in real life sonic went on to uh become a real grab bag of nonsense yeah yeah Sonic Mania is good. Like the other, I'm sure there there are a bunch of ones. I'm, I think that for every ten bad ones, there's probably one good one. Yeah. Oh no, I I, I was I was just saying uh, the the uh, the the remake of the classic ones is good. The the 3D Mm. ones, I you know I I don't think we're gonna do any of the 3D ones on this show. I, yeah, I'm I'm good, man. If if you like, don't don't expect me to uh, pay attention to Sonic lore. Yeah. Uh, and I'm good. Like mm-hmm. abduct suffering, maybe. Like the Shadow of the Hedgehog, abduct suffering. I had a great time. I think it's mm-hmm. very funny. You begin that game by killing a lot of cops, but <laughs> not just for killing cops reasons. It's yeah, the context. It's just, yeah, it's, it's the, the tone. Not being an edgelord. Yeah. It's the fact that it's in a Sonic game. Um, but yeah, I don't want to try to take it seriously. No, don't don't make me. You can't. Yeah, don't make me. Uh, let's get into it. We started with Emerald Hill Zone, which is our basic Green Hill Zone. Mm-hmm. Um, I was expecting a bigger reaction out of that joke. I, I've been working on that for like a day and a half. I'm working on it, but it, it came to me. I didn't know. I'd say it's, it's, it sounded accidental, and I didn't want to kill the momentum. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, that's how unsonic of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we start off with Emerald Hill Zone. Yes. Uh, which is very Sonic 1. Yeah, just like, hey, you remember all this stuff, right? Uh, mm-hmm. you know, you do end up with like lots of successive loops. There's lots of, uh, opportunities to build up some momentum, but it's real, uh, kind of basic stuff. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's one route through this level, something that ends up happening with the bigger levels in this is that you end up getting an, a, a top route and a bottom route, um, mm-hmm. through a good number of them. Uh, this one keeps it basic, at least for right now. Yeah. And there, there's kind of a vague sense that you want to stay on top because you can always fall to the bottom. Yes. And then they start putting death hazards at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So with my very rudimentary, like did not have the levels memorized play, my heuristic was try to stay as high up as long as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because there didn't tend to be death things yes. up there. I don't know if that is optimal or what monitors I was missing out on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, 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 the trade-off is like, if you're, if you're up real high, you're probably doing some tricky platforming, which speed, which mm-hmm. uh, slows you down a little bit. You don't get the speed. Yeah. 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 But then you also don't drown. Of course. So, yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to introduce these basic things, uh, springs, you know, that, that will pop you up. Uh, you do a little, little flip, mm-hmm. you know, um, corkscrew loops, which are cool looking. 
Yeah. And really basic enemies here. Yeah. Well. Get the uh, get the fish enemies. Uh those are very similar to the you know the first game. These uh these flying wasps called buzzers, um, which uh again feel pretty familiar. And uh, our good friend coconuts from the uh the, mm-hmm. the Sonic uh 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 Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon uh makes his yeah. appearance here. Thank God. Yeah. Uh and it, we fight a version of Eggman with a drill. Uh, he has this little drill car. He just drives back and forth. And at first I'm like, why did he think this would work? But then I'm also like, Oh, it's a hedgehog though. Like <laughs> if I were to drive a car over a hedgehog, it'd probably be like, very I might little have bad dreams do, actually, that I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a cartoon. It's not gonna pop my tire or anything. Right. Right. Um, it's, it's you know. very funny because like you just walk up and you see the frame of the drill car sitting there with like the wheels mm-hmm. and the drill. And then he, you know, he flies around in his little egg pod kind of thing. Uh, he, he, he motors in like with a hel- helicopter, uh, rotors, uh, you know, mm-hmm. working and he, and he lands in it and just like, you could have just fought me from the helicopter, dude. That probably would have been overkill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had to escalate force like versus a hedgehog. You don't want to pull out the big guns, you know, <laughs> why did you save the At best for time? last? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's just, uh, this has one of the more like gentle boss difficulty curves. It does in yeah. a video game. It's, it's like, I generally like the bosses in this. Mm-hmm. They're all exceedingly simple, Yeah, but they get it like one iota more complicated every time. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit more complicated. Um, the, uh, the next <clears throat> zone chemical plant zone is really cool. Yep. Um, I like this a lot. This allows you to, uh, long sections that where you are a pinball. Yes. Um, you know, you get to max speed and you don't have to press anything. You're mm-hmm. just going. Yeah. It's gone, man. <laughs> forget it. Yeah. It's, 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 forget it's over it, there. It's, it's chemical plant zone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of speed boosters, launch pipes. Um, there are, uh, platforms of rotating boxes, mm-hmm. you know, where they will fall under you and fall away floors yeah but generally you're going fast enough to where these aren't going to really fuck you yeah this is especially true in the first one uh this is like the mm-hmm. big the biggest the biggest difference between uh the first uh act and the second so the first one is mostly about going uh, along these long runs uh going through the speed boosters the second one is where they introduce the uh the mega mac which i think is supposed to be mm-hmm. mega muck um that would make that would make more sense it'd make way more sense yeah but in the in the manual it's called mega mac and uh for for a little while as a kid i was like oh that's just what you call gross water uh yeah 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 uh but the but the stage is flooded and it turns into a uh, into a water stage uh and you get your uh your drowning hazard and there are no oxygen bubbles in this one uh so Mm -hmm. this whole thing is really tough because it was meant to come later uh in the uh in the rotation actually i think it's smart of them to move it up though because that that first act of this is just a real showstopper yeah the the beginning of this i like a lot more than the the second i don't understand the impetus behind putting sonic underwater all the time yeah um you know, it fucks with his physics and it is impossible to get speed. And that's the appeal of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that it adds tension, mm-hmm. you know, because Sonic will drown. Um, and that's that's an infamous gamer thing. But uh, I would probably would not have done it. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like show a cutscene where he drowns or something like he has a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so you can still get that across. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just in the story, you know, it doesn't affect him. Yeah. You know, you can go, no, like, he like, can go near water. You just don't have to put him into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this is also the first level where that like, Hey, slow the fuck down thing happens Yeah. where they introduce these slow, pl- slow moving platforms over water. And you have to realize like with this Sonic controls that, how do I jump on a moving platform? Yeah. Which like surprisingly took me like more tries than I care to admit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because it, you you'd land and you'd still have momentum, and then I would overcorrect. Yes. There, like it, it, it kind of just the way that Sonic feels weird jumping yeah. at low speed. The specific segment where you have to do like a uh, uh, kind of a string you know, of these moving platforms mm-hmm. as they uh, as they meet in the middle out there, uh, it, it's uh, it's pretty frustrating because it drops you into the water and you have a fair way to go getting back, including jumping up this column of a bunch of. Um, uh, rotating blocks. Yeah, like the, the rotating blocks uh, underwater, which, A, you know, it's impossible to go up those very quickly. Uh, and B, mm-hmm. you know, anything that any of any uh, thing that moves in the world has the possibility to crush you. So if you yes. are, you know, uh, if you mistime your jump, it is possible just to be insta killed by being, you know, pressed against the wall. Yeah. Yeah, which is what would immediately happen to me in real life. In any oh, of these yeah, video no. games. <laughs> yeah, just nothing no. but a just a greasy smear on the wall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the, it's kind of like and the way that when I talked about how the levels go up and down mm-hmm. in this, like I had this real feeling like this is followed by the water themed level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, shit, like the game is just going to be more slow down hazards and everything. Yeah. But it goes back and forth it because does. we're going to get into Casino Night Zone and Hilltop Zone, which are faster. Mm-hmm. Um, the boss of this is Water Eggman. Um, <laughs> so he dips uh, into this this Mega Mac, wheezes the juice, and then tries to dump it on Sonic. It's really, um, just his his like dainty little mechanism for that, which is yeah. just like he's not spraying it at you. He's just trying to mm-hmm. pour a beaker of this poison on the Sonic. Yeah, so hold still, <laughs> hold still, and drink this. <laughs> yeah, uh, the uh, and this is only hard because there the there's fall away floors like you can fall into the muck. Yes, um, and die. Uh, it's like it's yeah. it's it's instant uh, if you fall into it there uh so th- yep. those are on uh kind of either side um so you have to you yeah. have uh, a much less safe ground uh than uh than initially it appears mm-hmm. yeah uh this leads us into the aquatic ruin zone yeah uh this is the water themed level obviously because of the name uh it's a little bit of a compromise though so the upper um the upper levels uh the upper route will take you out of the water entirely where the bottom route just kind of has you in it uh the entire time going from air bubble to air bubble uh this feels mm-hmm. like an attempt to make a faster pace uh, uh water level than we found in Sonic 1 like specifically we mm-hmm. had like the um uh, labyrinth zone which is just a just a nightmare uh, in Sonic 1 yeah yeah um yeah, uh, lots of kind of foreground elements where you they get in the way of you, mm-hmm. um, and lots of dead stops as you're moving through. Um, one of the very rare like signal traps in this are the arrow shooting pillars. Mm-hmm. Um, these actually there is a tell, yeah, uh, where you can see these, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are these uh, fly enemies that fly in the air called wisps that move back and forth mm-hmm. um, very very quickly. Yeah, so you can't really predict them to jump on them as easily as maybe you could. Yeah, um, they, they're matched down in the water by these piranha enemies called Chop Chops. Um, mm-hmm. And all throughout this, again, from uh, the adventures of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, we've got Grounder, except this time he's red. Um, and there are a bunch of them just kind of walking around on, or rolling around on his treads with his weird little drill nose. Uh, and we get to uh, Hammer Egg Band. Yeah, this is a fun uh, boss fight. Flies back and forth. Yeah, this is good. Uh, flies back and forth between two pol- uh, pillars that shoot arrows. Um, when you hit them with a an hammer, they shoot an arrow. And uh, you have to jump on the arrow like uh, the Donald Duck game for Genesis. Yeah. And get on top of it and then hit him. Um, and you're safe with you're up there when you're up there. 
So yeah. if you can stay up there, like bounce off Robotnik and then bounce back onto the pillar, mm-hmm. you can basically just vibe. Yeah, you can just um, you can just Arkanoid vibe on top. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. um, really good boss fight. Yeah, uh, we move into my favorite zone, Casino Night Zone. <laughs> um, I think this is uh, probably the most creative and cool. Yeah, uh, that these levels get, mm-hmm. um, and the most that embraces the pinball feeling of sonic like literally yeah yeah you know it's a it's a bummer that sonic spinball is so shitty it made me want a real sonic pinball yeah thing. like competently like a, made a real, or, or like a physical pinball table oh yeah yeah it was sonic themed that'd be really cool mm-hmm. and i'm kind of i would be surprised if there isn't one but i'm surprised that if there was one it's not good enough that i see it in yeah pinball places seems like it would have been popular if it was uh if it was any good yeah, yeah. um and this like this becomes a mainstay you know, this the, the kind of an archetypical um, sonic level that would be, you know, reiterated on, um, uh, you know, kind of have this uh, kind of nightlife zone like you get uh, in Sonic 3. Uh, it's Carnival Night, but basically, you know, real similar thing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's weird because you go back to Sonic 1 and you think, oh, yeah, they had a casino uh, casino level. No, that, that was Spring Yard. Like that was like yeah. just like vaguely industrial is what it was. This is casino themed. Like the the the, the music is really good. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's you know it is the most evocative of of a theme uh, in the soundtrack, kind of alongside the uh, the oil ocean one. Uh, but also mm-hmm. it is uh, cool to listen to because it's got this nice little swing to it. Feels a little like jazzy yeah. and loungy uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, and it, like this is super easy too. Like you're just kind of letting letting it fly uh, on these uh, on these bumpers and stuff, jumping into the slot machines and hoping that it pays out with uh, with lots of rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here, here's a here's a pitch for you. Okay. Like you know how uh, in indie games, you know, there's this movement uh, of some indie games of not having like rigor, like you know, doing your your uh, short hikes. Yeah. You know. They should make a Sonic-style platformer with no traps or enemies that is like this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all about finding little setups to go into kind of almost autoplay yeah. moments and just bounce around. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I would be more interested in that than, like, walking around and learning what somebody, you know, remembered from summer camp or whatever. <laughs> like, I think that would be really fun. Yeah. No, you I mean, know, it would be a it bunch of be... these and patch out all the hazards. I mean, it almost would end up being kind of like Tony Hawk esque a little bit, yeah. About finding you yeah, know, yeah. finding runs, right? Yeah, and that and the, we need more Tony Hawks. We do, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Really fun level. Um, bumpers and springs, like pinball bumpers, mm-hmm. that you control. Um, we talked about the uh, the slot machines. Um, this is where you are no longer moving to the right necessarily all the time. Like you'll run into dead ends that will go backwards and up and down to kind of swerve around Mm -hmm. like a a zoomed out map of this would look very not like. Yes. Um, And this will continue throughout the game. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, this has kind of been happening for a while, but like it's surprising how few enemies these stages actually have. They're used Mm -hmm. very um, strategically. uh, I I think in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but like here, you know, there's only one new enemy. It's this uh, little crab that uh, cutely has a uh, a pinball bumper for an arm instead of a claw. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy's name's Crawl, um, and uh, it's just placed as like a uh, as an unpredictable moving hazard that may just bounce you back uh, if you hit yeah, it the, at the wrong you, time. If you try to jump on him, he he bumps you like a pinball bumper. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It makes the sound effect and stuff really cool mm-hmm. uh, looking. Um, you get, uh, the boss is catcher Eggman. Um, so he's got his paw that moves around, but he's got a claw 
on the side of him. He tries to drop spikes on you uh, from the ceiling. And you fight him in a pinball room, which means you have to kind of spin dash up the side of this, like, well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a rounded bottom uh, and jump out to hit him. Yeah. One of the more complicated kind of bosses. Yeah. You can either uh, do that room. or you can jump up to the pinball flippers and hope that you're able to hit him. That's complicated because if you hit him from the bottom, you take damage. Um, yes. So if you're going to rely on the flippers, you have to, like, get enough space to where you can fly upward and then control your descent uh, to, uh, to mm-hmm. hit him from the top. Uh, it's nice and tricky. I like this boss fight quite a bit. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and we move into the hilltop zone. Yeah. And this is the most apparent vestige of the time travel concept. This is Emerald Hill Zone, uh, but with lava and with some different uh, different enemies and different toys. Uh, it does feel a little bit like Stone Agey, you know, um, mm-hmm. instead of like the old, you know, the ropes that you had in uh, Emerald Hill Zone. Uh, you end up getting, uh, you know, like vines and things like that. Uh, vines, prehistoric ropes. Yes, the vines of the past. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, this is this is fine. I don't really like the lava. Yeah. Um, and this is more precision platforming based because there is lava. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there are also these seesaws, which I like. These mm-hmm. um, there's a little little fella on there, <laughs> and you jump on them and knock the fella up, and then you have to switch sides. Yeah. To use it as a launcher. Um, each time um, what I like a little bit less are the gondolas which yeah. are fine um, but end up being like I almost kind of wanted more to do on them yeah they're real slow like they tend, yeah you just kind of stand on them and yeah. nothing happens mm-hmm. yeah. um, what ends up feeling like th- this this works for me because I, I like the pressure that it puts on you there are long segments where first a floor and then um, uh, lava will slowly rise while you're inside of a cavern here and you have to mm-hmm. race and do this long string of platforming uh, to get out before uh, uh, escape becomes impossible, either by being crushed or by having, uh, you know, the path forward closed off to you. Uh, so kind mm-hmm. of like an internal timed uh, kind of section, mm-hmm. um, sometimes using the hazard that is rising as a way to uh, to get ahead. It's neat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, A-OK. Um, there are dinosaurs here, mm-hmm. again, to kind of show the, the Stone Age theme. <laughs> uh, nothing that's too exciting. Um, and then we fight submarine Eggman. Uh, there are lava pits here and he emerges from them and spits fire. And sometimes if it hits the side of your platform, it spreads a little fire mm-hmm. uh, thing across the ground, uh, like Ranger X. Um, <laughs> also fun. And you just have to avoid it, uh, yeah. but you can instantly die. So I abuse save states. Of course. During this. Yeah. Well, the, the, the lava, if you land on it, it just will, um, uh, it acts like spikes almost oh yeah um yeah oh. you can you can you can jump off of it uh which is which is weird that water is less de- or that uh, lava is left less deadly than water but mm-hmm. you know sonic um, up is down left is right who um, even knows of that guy <laughs> uh now we're gonna go to mystic cave zone um mm-hmm. i think this might be along with chemical plant my favorite music in the game mm-hmm. mystic cave uh, it's very good. Um, but this is, uh, this is uh, you know, it's cave. It's indoor. Uh, and it's really maze-like. Uh, there's lots of uh, starting and stopping. And you're either, like, riding these uh, ropes up or you're, uh, like, jumping onto these dangling switches to lower bridges or open doors. Yeah. You do a very funny jump off of the dangling switch. Yep. <laughs> where you hold the same position as if you're grabbing it. And mm-hmm. your sprite just kind of goes... Whoop. Like um, the 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 bicycle jumping over the mountain and yeah. uh, <laughs> exactly you do that yeah like, <laughs> it's just like I'm being dragged by the move tool in Photoshop <laughs> yeah it's exactly like that it's very funny um 
Oh, there are little wall uh, like doors that will open and close automatically here. Yeah. Uh, and lots of threats to crush you mm-hmm. uh, here. Um, the path I took through this, I did not find this spike pit. Trap. Yeah. I just know about it from reading about it because it's what sends you into the hidden palace zone. <laughs> right. And the remake, tell me about this spike pit trap. Yeah. So um, the, the, this is most commonly going to get you. Uh, I believe it is an act two. Um, this is most commonly going to get you if you're going as um, supersonic. Um, uh, because you, you know, uh, basically you would have to go through a closing, uh, one of those moving walls fast enough before it closes, uh, to get into this. And you would have to be supersonic because you get to the bottom of it. Um, and the way the supersonic work, it works is, uh, every second that you stay as him, you, uh, lose a coin. So it's 50 mm-hmm. seconds and then you can refill it as you, as you pick up coins. Uh, you end up in this incredibly deep, uh, pit. Um, and there's no way out of it, even with supersonics higher jump. Um, and there's nothing that you can do, uh, you know, cause pause the pause menu and this doesn't have like a return to menu or restart stage. There's nothing you can do, but wait for your supersonic, um, uh, ability to end and then you die. So it is just you waiting for maybe upwards of a minute <laughs> to restart Fun. this. Yeah. What's funny about this um, is that there are all these things that are um, infamous uh, in the community. Think the uh, mm-hmm. the weird little barrel that you have to figure out, you know, yes. I press up and down to move in, um, in, in Sonic 3. Things that I ran into and, like, stick in my head as like, oh, geez, that fucking thing. And then to go and read, it's weirdly vindicating, you know, 20 plus, you know, nearly 30 years later. To see that, like, no, everybody had problems with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. this thing, I have distinct memories of, like, oh, man, I'm supersonic. I'm going to go and do all these stages uh, and, and see, and see what, what, what it's like. Turns out it's easier and you're, like, really fast. But then getting into this and getting, like, weirdly panicked because, like, well, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> yeah. Well, it makes a lot of sense with the crunch yeah. that's uh, behind behind this game that maybe the playtesting. Yeah. You know, for this and then that barrel, maybe there wasn't tons of it because they were just really under the gun. Oh, yeah. You know, if everyone's having the problem with this, <laughs> it's either, you know, they either didn't know about it, which seems, you know, only likely if they didn't have a lot of playtesting or they did know about it and they didn't care. Yeah. Which, you know, who who can tell? Yeah. So they just it, it would be impossible to talk about this game without talking about that because it does loom large but uh but mm-hmm. yeah uh it, uh just a weird thing that sticks out and you think it's only your problem and then you find out no everybody dealt with that yeah yeah it's kind of beautiful yeah um there are also uh, little firefly enemies on loan from like a bunch of different games mm-hmm. Mega Man 2 specifically except they they don't actually provide useful light nope it's just when they're lighting up it hurts yeah uh you know which is uh less interesting than the Mega Man 2 trade off Yes. That you get yeah. with those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, little centipedes that crawl out of the walls that I don't have a lot of memory of. Uh, not they're not really. Problem. To, to, yeah. to, make, to make them um, uh, less hateful, uh, it, I think that uh, only their head will damage you. Like they're made up of mm-hmm. like vector man balls. Uh, but that also means that they're probably not going to stop you as you're blowing past them. I think they're just kind of meant mm-hmm. to be visually impressive and not much else. Mm hmm. Uh, and the boss is Drill Eggman, too. He's trying again. Mm-hmm. He brought his drill dozer into an area where you can drill things. Yeah. Uh, where he drills into the ceiling and causes spikes to fall down. Yeah. Um, I have a mild bone to pick with this because rocks fall down at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just have to, I just would have left the rocks out. 
yeah. or put them into a background layer or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I really stress myself out trying to dodge both initially, which you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah. And you then know. I, you know, a rock went through me and I was like, oh, fine. Okay. Yeah. You only have to dodge the pointy ones. Um, yeah. yeah th- this is also like, if this takes you a couple of tries, this is one of the checkpoints that's not very good. Uh, if you die mm-hmm. and go back to a checkpoint, you don't respawn uh, with all of your coins. Uh, so oftentimes, mm-hmm. you know, if you're making multiple runs at a boss, you just kind of appear and you have whatever happens to be between the checkpoint and uh, and the boss. In this one, you can't go back. And I think you only have access to like three rings uh, before you mm-hmm. get there. And because the uh, the the um, spikes fall from the ceiling at roughly random places, this ends up being a really nerve wracking fight if you're just trying to get your hands around it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this leads us into oil ocean zone kind of a follow-up to, to chemical plant zone, maybe the future of it, mm-hmm. you know, once the chemical plant continued to, uh, to expand, um, lots of oil slides, which are non-interactive. Like mm-hmm. you just step on them and then Sonic loses his shit. And, like, <laughs> I lose my shit down. too. As far as like sm- yeah. smelly zones in, in video games, this would be, those have to be really up there. It would oh. smell bad. It would smell really bad. You know, yeah. it's not like oil. Yeah, just do Sonic. And undead Sonics, like drowned (laughs) wildlife. Just clogging the filter, yeah. Yeah, skeletons, like, Leroy, get your ass in gear. And then just, like, goes and clears the broom to get a bunch of Sonic bones (laughs) out of the Yeah, just Sonic just losing his mind, careening down a chute covered in benzene. Yeah. And then and then just cutting to a bunch of uh, people in poofy jackets, like cleaning them off with a toothbrush. Sonic does drown in crude oil a lot. <laughs> so it's his favorite thing. It's like vitamins to him. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's it's his fetish, and more importantly, it's Tails's. So yeah, um. I don't have like ton. Oh, this is, yeah, this is with the cannon pods. I was trying to remember because sometimes I haven't played these enough to where the, the gimmick and the name Mm -hmm. are strongly associated in my brain. But this is the, uh, again, this has a lot of autoplay stuff because it has the slides and then it has these little uh, pods you get into that just shoot you around. Yeah. Like uh, Donkey Kong barrels, but without the timing. Yes. Yeah. It just literally is just, okay, uh, hop on this thing, which will launch you into this series of, you know, checkered Bowser pods that will uh, just mm-hmm. kind of pass you back and forth while you just kind of wait, uh, wait to see. Uh, and if it's 19, 1992, you, you know, it's impressive because, wow, it's moving fast and I'm covering a lot of distance. If it's 2021, you think, wow, man, it'd be neat if I had to do anything here. Yeah. Time this. Yeah. Like, that's actually, I don't like the Donkey Kong games very much, but that's one of the things I like about it. Mm-hmm. Like the timing, the barrels when they move back and forth yeah. to aim correctly, like activates my peggle zone or something. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry, I just yeah. pictured just a glowing no. cross section of your brain, and here we see yeah. the peggle zone. <laughs> yeah, and, you, and the the uh, he takes the pointer and hits it, and he goes. Yeah, there's also little uh, launchers that you had to break the vent on. Yeah, it's always like kind of confusing to me in Sonic what things you can smash open. Yeah, you know, 
Uh, but you smash these open and they, they shoot you. And there's also very slow elevators. Yeah. Like tons of autoplay in this level. Mm-hmm. Uh, autoplay and frustrating enemies. So if you're down near the, yeah. d- if you're down near the, uh, the ground level and you know, the, the, the titular oil ocean, um, you have these sea, these seahorses that emerge. They're called aquases, which is actually a really good mm-hmm. pun. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, and they'll chase you around and, uh, shoot little fireballs. The, the, the thing is they're really slow, but they follow you for a very long time. Um, especially mm-hmm. if you're uh, going to be moving slowly, doing some of the more tricky platforming, and it's tough to decide if you're safe to take them out. So you may accumulate a bunch of them. Um, toward the top, you get octuses, these little octopus enemies that are nowhere near as uh, troublesome as the seahorses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this ends with Submarine Eggman 2, the sequel. <laughs> uh, similar than before. You know, where he, uh, he launches, he comes out of the oil, he shoots his little ray gun that'll set your platform on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, wait for him to surface and hit him. Yeah. Um, as much as I like the bosses in this, there's not like a huge variety of ideas going on. No, no. Just uh, like what projectile is it? And uh, how does he make himself invulnerable for a small period of time? I do like the big yeah. disembodied scorpion tail that he sends after you for, for mm-hmm. no reason, basically. Um, yeah. but Robotnik yeah. reasons. <laughs> Yeah, and then this takes us into um, just a, a really bad zone. Uh, this is yeah, not I, don't, good. I don't particularly care for Metropolis Zone, aka Genocide City, <laughs> where the girls are dead and the boys are pretty yeah. And dead. Yeah, uh, it's it's rough. Uh, no, this is like this is them kind of getting in their difficulty fuck before they get into the uh, kind of like the run of levels that are like story set pieces uh, for for yeah. ending it. This is like here is a big complicated um, uh, you know Sonic maze kind of like scrap brain zone uh, from the from the first one uh, where there's not so much like in the way of environmental hazards that are going to get you. This is entirely mm-hmm. about inc- just incredibly annoying enemies that are meant to yeah. set you back and make you do things over again. Yep. Uh, so we got the this crab with this big, huge uh, spiky claw called the shell cracker. Mm-hmm. I'll hit you. And then very annoying to me is these mantises. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate these guys. Um, these things are called slicers and they shoot these homing blades that move real quick, you yeah. like, like faster than other projectiles in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and more unpredictably, like the arrows maybe move as fast, but they move in a straight line and they're telegraphed better. Yeah. No, the, the, these go in a big arc and they're difficult to get around, uh, because of the narrow spaces and they're just going to get you. Uh, and all of these are placed, um, a, for you to run into if you have any momentum uh, and B for mm-hmm. edge denial, uh, specifically the crab, yeah. but the slicers are used, uh, to this effect a little bit, um, which is, you know, you think that you're going to crest over the slip and then boom, here's this thing to knock you back down, possibly to have to do a bunch of stuff over and over again. This gets very frustrating when it's combined with the big movement gimmick of this, which are the nuts the the nuts and bolt elevators where mm-hmm. it's like a gigantic um screw uh that goes you know like in a corkscrew column uh from ceiling to floor and you jump on top of a big nut um and then uh run to make the nut rotate and move up or down i wonder what percentage of our audience are giggling now about all like jumping on a big nut and edge denial and stuff <laughs> like this is a this is a very like <laughs> dense period of double entendre butt joint yeah uh <laughs> yeah the, the butt joint I, I was gonna clean it up and say that uh these nut elevators are basically what uh 
Sonic the Hedgehog has, has in common with Eli Whitney, inventor of the seed drill, <laughs> um, using the same principle as the seed drill. The seed drill. You move up yeah. and down. It's the yeah. seed drill. Yeah. Yeah, you know the <laughs> seed drill. Seed drill egg man. Shows up later. Yeah. Uh, plants eggs. <laughs> Uh, this is, you know, not a terrible idea. It's a nice little, like, physical, you know, just, like, mm-hmm. geek-aw to put into a stage, right? Problem is, uh, you'll get to the top of this, and if one of these edge-denial edge enemies uh, knocks you down, uh, you're back at the bottom, and you have to, like, backtrack yeah. a little bit to make it spawn at the bottom again uh, to come back yeah, up. You end up silly. trapped. Yeah. Also, yeah. you have these starfish enemies that are placed at vertical intervals, um, and they fire, uh, and, you know, their they're projectiles like in this little star pattern, but they're it, done specifically to hit you in this place while you're running on these nuts. <laughs> these nuts. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> and unable unable yeah, to dodge them. You're running on the BOFA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And these guys are named after the the Minotaur in Greek myth for some reason. Huh. Um, I do not know why these are Asterions. Yeah. Um, the enemy here is Flying Eggman. Um, so it's an egg pod surrounded by these ring of balls that turn into little clones of Eggman. <laughs> Very weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, through the miracle of life. Yeah. This is a, this is a strictly pro life game. <laughs> If the little balls that turn to the clones of Eggman yeah. should not be destroyed by Sonic the Abortionist. <laughs> and, it, and, it hears, <laughs> and it hears to the homunculus theory of reproduction. Inside yeah. each little, inside each sperm cell is a tiny little man. <laughs> let me out, let me out. <laughs> God, if, if semen could talk, that'd be the tales it would tell. Mr. Spot. <laughs> Just, uh, just like a 70 million part harmony <laughs> but it, it seems um, cosmic amazing yeah it would be, yeah it'd be incredible <laughs> um but the, the the trick here is figuring out the right angle to hit him at yeah yeah because it could kind of uh, rotates around him it ends up being a little bit tough because you have to uh jump in him from the top again because if you hit him at the bottom you're gonna hit the thruster mm-hmm. thrust yeah, yeah thrust there's the uh, metropolis sex zone This and this has a little like break level, which I like in mm-hmm. pacing. The sky chase zone, which is an auto scroller where Sonic is on the like a biplane that Tails is piloting, mm-hmm. um, and it, he, Tails is doing great work where he just is always under you. Yeah, and crack and a great pilot. Job. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolute crack pilot. He's wasting his time like running around. <laughs> um go go for the good of the city uh this is this is a little tricky because it kind of seems like you're you know depending on how you jump just like oh am i gonna fall to my death no tails will always Mm -hmm. catch you uh in order to deal with the enemies you have to you know make some jumps and bounce around between them confident that tails is just always going to be matching the x and y position under you you know Mm -hmm. um i also i love these turtles like (laughs) where it's a small turtle riding a bigger turtle i love that so much yeah, it's, it's so like I I can never not think about the uh, the politics of that. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, but generally, this is pretty easy. 
mm-hmm. uh, I find because it goes so slow. Yeah, it's like one of the slower auto scrollers. Well, and the, and the music is real uh, is, is is real like pleasant as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yep, yep. it's it's neat, and also you get those. Uh, I, I like those big dorky pterodon jet planes that you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like those guys as well. Yeah. Uh, this ends with tails getting shot down. <laughs> he, sp- no boss fight here. he spins into the yeah. sea of Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, he lands on an island where there's an old, you know, Japanese soldier who doesn't know the World War II is over. It's a holdover, yeah. And, yeah, they find that they have a lot in common, actually. It's very strange. <laughs> Heartwarming, yeah. though. From such different worlds. Later, soldier. <laughs> Later, oh, no. holdover, soldier. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and uh, this takes us into uh, Wing Fortress Zone, where we're going to be platforming around the outside of the Flying Fortress uh, this has mm-hmm. a lot of tricky instant death platforming. There's basically no safe ground in this, and there's only yeah. one route through it. Um, and I do not like how Sonic uh, performs when he's being blown up by a fan, yeah. blown upwards mm-hmm. by a fan. Uh, I find it really tricky to know what the area of effect of the fan is. Yeah. I wish they'd used a visual indicator for that, like a beam or something. Agreed. Like yeah. an, and you could just make an anti-gravity beam or something like that and been mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, the um, uh, the 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 amount of precision, especially uh, uh, the amount of precision that is expected of you as you make your exit off of these, your dismount, uh, you really mm-hmm. need to know where the edge of the effect is. Yeah, because otherwise you can fall off it rather than jumping off of it. Yeah, you know, or fall off on an accident rather than with intention. Mm-hmm. There are also some uh, just like really frustrating, uh, like with the, the the hanging, like when you hang from brackets. Mm-hmm. It's very much the same as when you're jumping off of the switches back in Mystic Cave. Um, but mm-hmm. with this one, like, you know, it is very unclear. There's one particular jump where you have to, um, get across these, uh, these jet engines, uh, the, that are there and, and, you know, you have to like get yourself in exactly the right position at the right most of one of these handles to make it to the other side. Otherwise you're going to fall mm-hmm. to your death because there's no safety beneath you. Yeah. Bummer. Uh, there are turrets manned by these chickens who are known as cluckers. Uh, who are also, they just complicate this, mm-hmm. you know, like they're not particularly odious in their own, but you're already dealing with a lot. Yeah. Um, and you fight a barrier Eggman. Um, you know, a new Eggman here. He's got you trapped between two force fields and this laser pod moves across the ceiling so you have yeah. to avoid his, uh, shots and these spiky platforms while yeah. using the platforms to get up high enough to attack them near the ceiling. Mm-hmm. There'd be a better version of this in, um, in Sonic three. Yeah. Um, it's, it's uh, fun though. Cause you can see, uh, uh, Robotnik just kind of hanging over on the edge of the screen. If you go to, if you go to mm-hmm. the right far enough, I don't know. I just, I love how goofy like Robotnik looks when he's out of his, uh, out of his machines. Yeah. I like how chonky. Oh yeah. It's uh, perfectly Robotnik spherical. Is. Well, and also this is, this is the era when Sonic was chonky as well. You know, it's, it's, the, it's the best stuff, man. Like the era <laughs> of like sloppy gut Mario, <laughs> like Mario with the Cape with my physique <laughs> is my Mario. <laughs> Oh like, man, it's so good. Not this nonsense we yeah, have I, now. Yeah, I cannot believe they made Mario skinny. I hate it so much. <laughs> um, and then they made Sonic really skinny as well. Like yeah. when you get well, the 3D ones, like he ends up having legs and knees and shit. Yeah, well, they it's made like, him, like they with Sonic Adventure, they made him into this like weird little like curvilinear contorted nightmare. Basically, they said, "What yeah. if Frank Gehry designed this hedgehog?" <laughs> they're, they're constantly bell and wonderlanding Sonic. <laughs> And it just like, no, bring back chonky little mascots. Yeah. You know, maybe they, they, do, they don't want kids to get all like into the food pyramid, <laughs> you know, and eating 12 carbs a day. And that's why they don't make a chonky. <laughs> I, but I don't know. <laughs> you have to figure out what you, you do. 
<laughs> here's the thing. Little chubby things are cuter. Yeah. Like you, it, it reminds me of babies. Be cuter to be paunchy. Yeah. It reminds me of babies. Okay. Yeah. Nine times out of 10. Look at the rumbly tumbly tummies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's, there's nothing cute about a skinny mascot. No. And no. if you're listening to this and you're skinny and you think I'm body shaming you, no, you get to not be a mascot. Yeah, you've you've won the the you know the traditional beauty races. You're mm-hmm. you're golden. Yeah, you know I'm just talking about specifically for animal mascots and yeah. plumber mascots and Mega Man. Um, yeah, and may, oh God, Mega Man's like sloppy gut. Like when you do this um, tornado spin, mm-hmm. and you can see the rare side thing where it's just like his huge sloppy beer gut. Mm-hmm. Like God, I love that. And, Mega and, Man. and we're and we're gonna bring in Little Mac, although he is spelt. He does have the birth and hips, dude. Yeah, well, and, and he lost him when yeah. they did the uh, the Wii version. Like the 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 skinification of all of these mascots fucking sucks, mm-hmm. man. I just uh, they're so much cuter. Yeah, I, you know, I think like NES little Mac is not that cute. <laughs> I think he, he just looks like beady little looks eyes. Yeah, yeah, his beady little eyes and his tiny little, uh, you know, tiny little feet. But the um, in general, like skinny Sonic, miss me with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you, uh, you delivered the number of hits that you need to to the laser pod, and then uh, Robotnik escapes. Uh, he runs mm-hmm. over to his uh, to his rocket. It seems like he's going to get away, uh, but Tails comes along. <laughs> he managed he managed to repair the tornado uh and he fly, mm-hmm. flies up uh just uh, just close enough for sonic to jump up and grab onto this uh uh and you know survive exiting the atmosphere to go to the death egg which is just the death star but it's eggman yep uh and it's just two bosses yep uh no rings so i i would have been very frustrated playing this without save states I, I, definitely, them. I definitely did i definitely remember yeah. beating this game yeah uh, and you fight, the first thing you fight is Mecha Sonic mm-hmm. um, here, uh, which is a mechanical Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, now Eggman's thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of does, kind of does Sonic moves. It's not quite a mirror match, like a Dark Link yeah. kind of thing. Um, you know, he runs back and forth either side of the screen, um, either going, doing an arcing jump or jetting, and then he'll launch out spikes radially. Yeah. Uh, not too hard. Yeah, anything like that. Uh, you have to be careful when um, you jump on him because his spines will like do like this little chainsaw motion um, if mm-hmm. he's uh, if he's standing still. It's it's kind of I, I like how shitty this thing is. First Super off, shitty. Yeah, this the, like the, 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 this is this is chonky, um, but yeah. uh, like in a real like stiff kind of way. <laughs> just it's real like you know you just look inside. There's nothing in it. See Homer. That's why your robot didn't work. There needs to be stuff inside <laughs> of it. Uh, but like he doesn't run. He's got like rockets, like like rocket sled, like rocket skates, where he yeah. goes back and forth, and then he'll do like the he'll do the launch as uh, as the spines. Uh, it's just it's real pattern based uh, what he does here. So if you know if you know what order he's going to do things in, you can just dispatch him uh, immediately, only to be outrun by Doctor Robotnik as he goes to get to his mecha. Yep, uh, which is also uh, chunky. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes down it comes to Max, like I, I have a reputation for hitting Max. I really just don't like the svelte Max. You know, give yes. me give me a big fat robot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah. into it. Yeah. Uh, and if I were Dr. Robotnik, I would definitely build a robot in my own image. Oh, of course. Like, I'm not going to make this, like, sexy model robot. No. I'd make one that looks like a giant me. Mm-hmm. You know, or one that looks like Craig Krang's robot body. Of course. Yeah. Uh, just because that's great. <laughs> um, so he's big and clumsy, kind of walks back and forth. Um, he can launch his little spike arms at you and shoot rockets uh, at you. You have to wait for him to bend over to smack him. Yeah. 
it's uh, it's not pos- too hard. Actually. It's possible it, to jump up and uh, smack him, like when he's standing upright. But uh, you're you know the chances of you hitting the spike hands are really high. You just want to wait for him to do like a little bend over uh, before he does a jump to uh, to hit him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, not too hard. Yeah, I didn't think. Um, again, I, I was using save states, like not between every hit, but anybody who plays this from this day forward is going to be playing uh, with either save states or the uh, the rewinds. Um, I, mm-hmm. I play this on the Sega, the Sega Genesis collection and that has a rewind on it, uh, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you kill him uh, and it's, he's a load bearing boss. The death mm-hmm. egg starts to explode. Uh, Sonic jumps off, you know, goodbye, cruel world, but tails manages to grab him uh, with the, uh, with the plane and you fly off with a bunch of birds uh, around you. And that's the end of the game canonically. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a special ending in the 2013 version. Yeah, yeah. Taxman um, connected this more directly to Sonic 3. Uh, you and the Chaos mm-hmm. Emeralds uh, descend and land on Angel Island, uh, the setting for, uh, you know, the floating continent that is the setting for um, Sonic 3. Uh, and as you land, you see some eyes uh, kind of peering out of a bush that is uh, that is Knuckles looking at you, kind of recreating the, the American box art for Sonic 3, uh, which mm-hmm. is neat. Yeah. Uh, connecting the plot, uh, if you're playing these games from the plot. You weirdo. <laughs> Which you are. Yeah. yeah, and that's Sonic 2. Yeah. Uh, like, a, a game that I think is, is fun to spend time in, uh, is really cute. It's it's in the WAF uh, group of games that I think that if they were longer or more rigorous, mm-hmm. would wear out their welcome. Yeah. You know, but as is, eh, I'm fine. You know, yeah. this is fun. I, you know, yeah, the, I I love the retro game compilation, like even more so than the virtual uh, console release, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because well, I mean, like just to talk about that, uh, that's like a Genesis collection that's on Switch right now. The collection of games in that is not especially good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's there's some uh, glaring, uh, glaring holes in it. But like, it's real fun to not really feel like you are invested in it, in any of them. And it's presented as like a shelf, like if you're like over at a friend's house, like cat sitting or whatever. And said, yeah, play the play the uh, the Sega if you would like to. And just like just to just to sample, you know, just to graze across these. Um, I love that experience quite a bit. Mm hmm. Um, and that yeah. I think is going to be like the great way to do this. Either that or the, the, the mini consoles um, as kind of the same kind of use case uh, for there. Yeah. And that's where Sonic 2, I think, is really going to sing for a uh, for a modern audience. Uh, but uh, save states are non-negotiable, I think. To me, it's a thing also where like this works just fine if you poke at it. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to poke at this and play the first few levels. Mm-hmm. And then if you get frustrated I give you permission to be like, eh, you know, this is archaic. I'm good. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and you're still getting some joy out of it because it's, it's not like back in the day where you spent $70 on it or whatever, mm-hmm. $60 on it. Um, you likely already have this or, you know, got it for almost nothing. Uh, so like, you know, just poke at it and get, get your fun and then get out. Yeah. And I think that's, that's perfectly reasonable for this bad boy. Of course. Um, yeah, we've done the good Sonic games. We have. That are old. Yeah. Uh, minus sonic cd uh, but i think that that's close enough to this that i'm not necessarily clamoring for it maybe in another 10 years yeah yeah the, the 20 year anniversary <laughs> when we do the, the 40 year old sonic cd um man the, the idea of doing 40 year old games on this thing uh it's fucking wild yeah. i guess that'd be like what we do now if we did something like wasteland one mm. you know or something like that yeah but yeah. i'm not yeah you know, that's later than that and also i'm not chomping at the bit to do that because like 
that I'm so in the pocket for that. And I also find that really hostile and hard to play. Yeah. Yeah. So Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah. Old, uh, old show. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah. Thanks. Uh, this is a vanity pick from Cole. Yeah. Uh, we had mentioned that early. Uh, thank you, Cole. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Gwen, uh, for the theme song. And thank you to everybody who's uh, listened to us for, for 10 years. Yeah. You know, this is the episode that most directly coincides. Uh, make sure that you tell, uh, Gary happy birthday because, uh, uh, his birthday will be mm-hmm. around here. The anniversary of the of the show is also Gary's birthday, yeah, which is the first nice episode little... that yeah came out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, uh, and we'll and we'll do a, a yeah uh, uh, we'll do a longer uh, discussion of you know ten years of off uh, on the dispatch episode. But we also want to mark the occasion here. Uh, this has been mm-hmm. uh, this has been fun, both a fun episode and a fun show, and will yeah, continue to decade. be a fun show. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's great that this is around the 10 year anniversary. So we're not doing singularity for the 10 year anniversary. Yeah. Not because I have anything in singularity, but what a weird pick. That would be, that would be strange. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the, the game that I had never heard of. That game that is most well known uh, for just the, like the thing that everybody says about it is like, oh, not enough people play that or talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, uh, yeah. So, uh, if you have things to say about Sonic 2, Singularity, or Darkest Dungeon, uh, duckfeed.tv slash contact mm-hmm. by the 15th of September is your move. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have anything to say about October's games, uh, the 15th of October mm-hmm. is your move. Yeah. And those games are Echo, not Silent the Dolphin. Hill, huh? Not the Dolphin. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you, not the Dolphin. Yeah. Uh, Echo, Silent Hill 1, and Resident Evil 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll have November's games announced uh, announced uh, uh, with the dispatch episode uh, here coming up. Uh, we've got a fun rest of the year planned. Uh, oh yeah, you... I'm, I'm way into the rest of the year. Yeah. So if you have anything um, uh, to say, uh, say it to our face or say it in a review. Uh, we would like to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I had to save that. Uh, I didn't want to do a retake. No markers. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate uh, no. it. Uh, yes, we uh, uh, would like to hear it. You can leave a rating or review in Apple Podcasts or uh, whichever uh, place you get this. If it's a directory that allows reviews, it will help us if you do that. Uh, and also uh, tell some friends and go to mm-hmm. patreon.com slash TV. Of course, uh, that uh, helps us uh, make this show, uh, put the amount of time into it that we are able to. Uh, we are very grateful uh, for yes. all of your support. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, until next time, what should they watch out for, Cole? Um, watch out for decades. <laughs> <laughs>